Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who doesn't love cereal? The crunch, the sweetness, the way you can accidentally eat a whole box or sneak it as a midnight snack. Go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at checkout to save $5 off your order. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code ONION to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Hello, hello, and welcome to Denver, Colorado. Hey, Dom, if I was to say to you, where in the United States of America is Denver, Colorado? And say, for instance, I was to say that America was the shape of my hand. Yeah, put your hand up, let's have a look. Right, Dom. Yeah. Is that the right? Yeah. Florida. Because you're getting feedback, feedback. Is that? Is that you? Is it that one? Dom. Florida. Could someone switch on Dom's mic? He's very upset and very quiet. Hello, hello. Can you hear me at the back? Good. Can you hear Dom? One, two, one, two. We'll go wireless. All right. You can stick that in there if you want. Oh, yeah, or maybe point. you don't want it in there. No, no, no. So as I was saying, Dom. Yeah, go on. Try to be casual with it. I'm out of breath from giving, a, giving candies. Yeah. Um, your, your hand, your hand, your hand. America. Yeah, go on. Florida, New York. Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Where is Denver, Colorado? It's because I get a chance to point this time instead of you being far away. I'm going to say Denver's about there. You're getting better at this. Yeah, yeah. I've been brushing up on my American geography. Have you, have you been um, cheating? No, there's no cheating involved. Right. But we are going uh, soon. We're going to uh, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto. No. No <laughs> Canadians. Nope. Going to need to brush up on those places too. Well, guys, thanks for coming. This is the third... Uh, Friendship Onion podcast and it's getting bigger and bigger each time we do it so thank you for that it's very sweet you we guys are very loyal you guys yeah we do we love you all equally except for people with the merchandise who we love a little bit more yes 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 nice merchandise yes people. nice and and the uh, VIPs who are sitting in the front row who paid extra special money to <laughs> It's all about cash at the end of the day, isn't it, Bills? Life is, yeah. So we're in Denver. We're, as you guys uh, saw, we're going to be doing the, a classic Denver dish. Um, eating at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a staple. 
the Jolly Rancher, which we'll get to later. I didn't tell you all about that. I just found out that they do a Jolly Rancher gummy version. That isn't, that's not the classic Jolly Rancher, is it? No. They just, it's, they've rebranded it. Nonetheless, we'll be talking about that. We'll be doing that too. But when it we... comes to billions on Eat the World. But before we do that, should we do a little bit of uh, housekeeping? Peeling the onion. Housekeeping! How much fun are you to keep a house so clean and true? Where's she going? Get back in here. Get in your position. She's gone for a refund. You won't get your money back. There's no no refund. Once you're in this room, you've paid. That's it. Lock the doors. Really, a question here. Go on, Dom. From uh, Jacob S. in Aspen. Aspen. Colorado, very close to us. Lovely stuff. Yeah. That John Denver's full of cheaters, etc. <laughs> Lovely movie. Jacob said, wondering what y'all think of Genesis. Been getting into it for a while. Their 2007 live album definitely seems on the Prince side of things. Now, I was confused because I thought it meant the first book of the Bible. Ah, well. That's and I'm a fan. Different. Fire, brimstone. First there was nothing. And then and there was yeah. light. Right. But he's not talking about that. He's talking about the band. Pete, 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 somebody. Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Another Bible Phil reference. Collins. What do we think? What do you think about Genesis? Um... I'm actually not that well-versed on Genesis. I like some of Peter Gabriel's work, Sledgehammer. Do you guys know that Sledgehammer video? Revolutionary video at the time. Incredible that he was, you know, became like a roller coaster and a fruit salad. And, Stop mm, action. Fruit salad. Mm. Um, and Phil Collins, arguably one of the coolest bald men out there. I love, I love Phil Collins. I, and you know what I loved about Phil Collins, as well as his music, No Jacket Required? I just removed my jacket mm. uh, as a preamble to mm. that album. Mm. And uh, also, I really liked his acting. Buster! Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah? Anyone it... seen the movie Buster? I would, if you haven't seen it, one guy has. There you go. <laughs> my God. It's Phil Collins. <laughs> Hiya, Phil. Uh, um, about the great train robbery, wasn't it, Buster? Yeah, it was. It Not was. great for one person who had his skull fractured. Well, that's a tragic deal, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yes, not too great. <laughs> but yeah, he's good, that Phil Collins. Yeah. All right, well, that's a great question from Jacob S. And then there's another one here, Bill's directly underneath. Dylan F. from Denver, Colorado. Mm. Don't do the hand thing, we've already done it. We've done that. But uh, John Johnny Clues, who helps us in the... Uh, uh, in the podcast. Help help is a loose term, though. <laughs> We're trying to get him to join us on these, but he's a, he's a very busy man and he doesn't care about us, really. Yeah, true. But we asked him to find some questions from Colorado and he did. He's done well there. Yeah, he has. He's done fantastic. Have you guys looked at the upcoming League of Legends MMORPG that is being made? And will you guys consider playing it? Well, Dom, let me just start by saying... I love League of Legends. Yes. Yeah. Is it as a show of hands? Who, who plays League of Legends out there? Oh, quite a few people. Now, have you guys been playing League of Legends for a while, or is this something that you were introduced to via the Friendship Onion? Yeah. League of Legends update. Let's do one actually, because we played two games the other day. I was Heimerdinger. Billy's always Heimerdinger. I love at the Heimerdinger. Moment. 
try to get him to play someone else. But he's so good at Heimerdinger that he just won't do it. But I wasn't good enough that we didn't lose both games. You got slightly beaten up by by a, a bully Yasuo, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, we Who actually, were you playing? I was playing... Um, you were misfortune the I second game. I was misfortune and Lux, maybe. But we, we lost terribly. We played games. great individual games, but we had a terrible jungler who didn't get any dragons. And by the time we realized we had a terrible jungler, the enemy team had four dragons, which means we were in real trouble. And then we just couldn't uh, get ahead, could we? All the people in here that don't play this game have no yeah. idea what we're doing. But I quite enjoy that. I quite enjoy going quite deep. Yeah, I like and it just too. to see people like what? So it's, a, it's a deep dive. But I'm but not sure. But what is an MMORPG? Well, RPG is role-playing game. But anyone out there know what an MMO is? Massive multiplayer uh, online. A massive multiplayer online, online role-playing game. I thought that's what League of Legends was. What's the difference? What, what is the difference? Anybody know? Silence. Then I would have to say to Dylan F. from Denver, Colorado. Dylan, you're not in here, are you? No. Dylan, I uh, hate to say it, but we don't know what it is, and we don't know what it... And we, we No, we've well, never thought about playing it. Well why, not, well, why don't we end on a positive note and say, he says, will you guys consider playing it? Why don't we say we'll consider it? I will consider playing that. Yeah, I'll consider playing that too. Good. Uh, Bill from Colorado in Denver said, I was listening to the latest podcast, had an idea about one of the allowed curses in the film. Brilliant. So bear with me, guys. It says, with a terrible cry, the Balrog fell forward and its shadow plunged down and vanished. But even as it fell, it swung its whip. And the thongs lashed and curled about the wizard's knees, dragging him to the brink. He staggered and fell, grasped vainly at the stone and slid into the abyss. Fly, you fools, he cried. And then into the darkness. Fuck! Quite good, actually. Quite good. That is quite good. For those of you that don't know, who don't listen to the podcast... That, uh, this came up because Dom recognized that it was a PG-13. Yes, sir. Which means you're allowed one swear, swear word. So we've been trying to put one swear word into Lord of the Rings that would be perfect. And the great thing about that one, that means the second movie would start with Gandalf still going, yeah. yeah, so you could maybe get a twofer because that wouldn't count. It would be from the first. I think I still like the one that still seems to be the unbeatable one for me is when Merry and Pippin are at Isengard, maybe a little inebriated on uh, mead or cider or ale and a little bit too much pipeweed, and Gandalf the White turns up for the first time with Gimli and Legolas and Aragorn, and they all kind of say some stuff, and under Gandalf's breath in the film, he goes, hobbits. And I think it'd be great if he goes, fucking hobbits. <laughs> Just a little subtle Just a little bit. thrown in there type thing. Ah, the sound that makes me smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Shopify believes in liberating commerce for all because entrepreneurship has the power to drive communities forward and commerce can be a force for good. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities and I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed 
from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and many more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers. Drive sales. Manage your day-to-day. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash onion, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash onion right now. Shopify.com slash onion. Let's listen to a voicemail. Okay. Maybe from Colorado. Hello, this I don't is Elizabeth know. Thea Almeida. I'm from White Plains, New York. That's about 45 minutes um, from Manhattan. Um, it's about, about an hour by car and uh, 45 minutes by train. But anyway, my question to you both is what does it mean when they say principal photography? I've always wanted to know what that is. I've been listening and watching the uh, appendices to Lord of the Rings and to The Hobbit, and that comes up a lot. Love the show so much. Hope you can answer this question. Thank you. That's a Love good you question. guys. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Elizabeth. That's a good question. And, and I like that we got every type of travel. Yeah. <laughs> Takes this long from train. If you take a tram, a, another 15 12 minutes, minutes more. You take a bike, that's an hour and five. If you've, you if you've walk, got a jet that's pack, four hours. you're um, there. But it's a great question, principal photography, because actors will talk about principal photography quite a lot as opposed to things like pickups or reshoots. So, William, what's principal photography? Well, principal photography is the big main part of filming where in, in big productions like Lord of the Rings, um, uh, Name dropper. Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Godfather, Jaws... Yeah, they All get the it. Star no, they get Wars. it. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big film. But films, movies. Yeah. <laughs> they pretend they're going to film everything that they need, but they don't. They need pickups sometimes or they need reshoots where they fix things or when they put it together, they're like, oh, it'd be great if we had a close-up of someone there. But principal photography is you're coming from the 12th of January to the 14th of March for principal photography. So in the appendices, when we're talking about Oh, we shot that in principal photography, but then we did a pickup a year later. That's what we're talking about. And principal photography for Lord of the Rings was about a year and a half, which is unheard of for a movie because it was the first time they'd done three movies basically as one film. I know. Why are you telling me I was there? I know. <laughs> tell us tell a lot. Do you know what I did there? I get lost in your eyes. Oh, thanks. They're quite amazing. Thank you. What thanks. colour are they? I don't know. Mm. They, t- they change every morning. Just They're like a blue, money. but a beautiful, like a meditative. Don't look at him too no. much. Don't look at him too much. Um, and and I, I'll, I'll continue on with what Billy said. I think the reason why we, we as a cast talk about principal photography so much is because most of the time on a film, you'll do principal photography, and then you might do a 10, 12-day pickup shoot, which is neither here nor there. People don't tend to talk about it. When we were doing our pickup shoots, it was months, wasn't it? We would come yeah, back after yeah. principal photography the next year for months and then for two towers for months. 
and Return of the King. So I think the, the cast and crew wanted to make it how clear it was that one thing was in 2000, but sometimes we'd be filming in 2002. And that's a big difference in all of our lives, you know? Yeah. And that's why everyone in Lord of the Rings wore a wig because they couldn't take the chance that, you know, Vigo will get a haircut or, you know, somebody gets scalped or something. Yeah. Yeah. And great wigs in Lord of the Rings as well. Do you know what I mean? They are fantastic wigs. The world's best film wig maker, Peter Owen, and his partner, Peter Cook, made these incredible wigs. I mean, you very rarely see the little piece of lace. And I think most people that talk to me just assume that that was my hair. I wish I could grow hair like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so everyone wore a wig, which was incredible, you know. It's it's an amazing amount of work. Um, We did have other voicemails, but it just suddenly came to me, Dom. Why are we doing voicemails when there's people in the room? What a great question. Why don't we just take a couple of questions from people in the room? And do we have a oh, do we have a mic as well? Do we have a well, stand-up you, mic? You've got it now. I, I'll go Because over. yours broke. Okay. Do you want to go out? Dom? I can go in. I can I've already been into the fray to give out Jolly Ranchers. There's you could gen- put it on that mic stand if you wanted, or you no, could just I'll go, go out. into the audience. There's a gentleman over there yeah. who put his hand up very quick. Hang on, sir. I'm on my way. Right, on your way then. Use the steps. Because my bloody knees. Is that Beyond Borg underwear you've got? It is, That's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Beyond Borg made more money from uh, boxer shorts and... Uh, uh, watch it. Boxer shorts and socks than he did in his entire tennis playing career. Well, there's an incredible fact that you've learned here on the Friendship Onion Live. Hello, don't touch the mic for God's sake. Hello, sir. What's your name and where would you come from? Cameron. We're from Denver. You are two people? Oh, he's coming a person. You never know nowadays. She, him, them, that town, you know. Okay, Cameron, you said. What's your question? So I just wanted to say thank you both for being here. It's really awesome that you guys showed up. And we all love Lord of the Rings so much. So I just want to say thank you from everybody here, I'm sure. So my question is... Thank you. you, What was the most unexpectedly difficult part of the filmmaking process of Lord of the Rings? Okay, okay. Billy, So that was Cameron? Yeah, Cameron from Denver, Colorado, I think. Denver, Colorado. And Can't, he wanted to know what? He said, what was the most difficult part of making the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Well, for me, it was uh, the exhaustion. It was so tiring. Like, we worked always six days a week, sometimes seven. And it took three hours to become a hobbit every morning. So if we were filming at, you know, eight in the morning, we'd be picked up at 4.30 in the morning before doing a full day's work and then an hour to take off all your hair and feet. So for me, I was just really tired. Mm, a lot of people were very tired. Now, you weren't. I wasn't. And this is interesting because um, we all did medicals throughout Lord of the Rings, whether we had an ailment or just in general, just to make sure they were okay. And I was told at the start of filming that I did not produce a normal amount of melatonin in my body which I believe is, uh, I'm going to say peptide? And raise my voice when I say it, because I'm not sure if it's actually a peptide. Then I would have to say I'm not too sure as well. um, Could be an amino acid or a protein. Does does anyone know? Hello? Peptide. It's a peptide. And what creates the peptide? The brain. Is it the brain? Brain produces melatonin when when the sun goes down and you're getting ready to sleep. Type vibes. Your brain does it. 
Your brain creates Do you know it. only organs create chemicals? So not the brain then? That's why, it's, that's what, why you know an organ's an organ. There's another fact you've got oh, here there on you the go. Friendship Onion. I do think it's the brain. Anyway, the doctor said, not a problem, you're okay, it's not a big deal. But he, he did say to me at the time, do you, do you rarely feel tired? And I said, that's true, actually, I don't really feel tired. And you know that being my mate. I don't feel tired too often, do I? Which is kind of annoying. Because when you feel tired, it doesn't let you sit down or anything. Well, You'll always want to do something. I think also what Billy's getting at here is when I invite people over to my house for movie night, it is actually movie night. Like, I want people to sit and watch a movie and maybe enjoy a snack and a glass of wine. It's not come over and fall asleep on my couch night. <laughs> but which, is, which all my friends do. And I'm like, well, I've seen this. I, I could be watching something else. You're just sat here asleep next to me. So. Well, then, as your guest, I would like to say, it is watch the movie night, not watch me watching the movie night. Oh, yeah, well, good point. Well, and I don't know what, was, what the hardest thing for me was making Lord of the Rings. I had a blast. Um, I honestly don't know. I can't think of anything. It was actually quite easy. It wasn't easy, but... I, I did not have a tough time making those films. Mate, mate I suggest it was when uh, Mary and Pippin split up. Oh, right, yeah. And then you, you couldn't hang I out. Could, I it. could say that. I could say. See that. Yeah, because there's a great camaraderie between um, Billy and I, seated to my left. And uh, when, when I found myself in different parts of New Zealand, it was quite sad. And it was at a time where mobile phones, or cell phones, as they say here, we're, we're only kind of just coming in, so we didn't. We were emailing each other, and that was about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Any other questions? A very fast hand went up there. Go on, John. I'm on my way. I'll be back, Bill. See you later. Oh. Another flashier Beyond Boggs there. Lovely. Hello, my dear. Lovely cap. Oh, what, what's your name and where'd you come from? My name's Lorraine, and I'm here from Las Vegas, Nevada, Ooh. which is, uh, yeah, 10 hours. Uh, West of here by car, two hours by plane, I think, roughly. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Very good. Listening. Love that. Um, I just had a question for you. I read a wonderful article, um, I think it came out in the New York Times uh, in December, about the trilogy and just what it means to women specifically. It's become, I think, a heartwarming film for women to watch during Christmas, especially. It's kind of like their diehard, if you will. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was just about kind of the enduring power of the male characters of Lord of the Rings and how they make women feel safe. And I was just wondering if you guys had any thoughts about, um, I noticed a lot of young women especially um, have been getting into the trilogy, um, posting on TikTok about it. And I just was curious for your guys' thoughts about, yeah, what the hobbits in particular um, mean to young women and, and uh, the enduring appeal of, male protagonists who, uh, yeah, women feel very safe turning to. And, uh, yeah, just would love to hear your thoughts on, on, on that. Women, women. Let's talk women. <laughs> Fantastic subject. Very, very good, actually. Very good question because I think, as I remember it, um, the studios had got it completely wrong. They were pitching the movies at 14-year-old boys. I think, you know, that Pete didn't care what the studios were saying anyway, you know. He was making the films that he wanted to make, and we were there to support his um, vision of that. But I think they were surprised at the, the huge following that... Um, oh, that's so nice. A huge following that um, the films got from uh, women, middle-aged women, younger women. And 
I, I would love to be able to talk to that, but I, I can't really, other than I think Tolkien spent his life creating a universe that was incredibly deep and rich and, and full of goodness, you know, in many different ways. And I think the hobbits are almost the epitome of that. They're almost the heart. They, they're like humans, but without any cynicism, without, you know, you do, there's not the subtext. They are, you know, they're there. They're friends. They, they, they tell you how they feel. And whether women want that, I don't know. I think we all want that in some way. But, yeah, it's funny that you did notice that because I noticed that when the movies come out. Yeah, I think it's great that it appeals to everyone and that it's been coming back for different generations. It's fantastic to hear that, that women have a, have a film that, for the most part, has quite a lot of male characters in it, but that they feel kind of comfortable and protected in that environment, you know? I agree with the Christmas thing. It's much easier, I think, Billy and I talk about the Christmas thing than, than the female thing, but that's fantastic that that, that, that seems to be mm. true. The, the films came out around Christmas. I think a lot of people remember going to the cinema at Christmas and then maybe around the Christmas period talking about, oh, we just went to see Fellowship and it did this and that, and, and then the other big Christmas party. Oh, we went to see Return of the Game. Oh, you saw it too? Oh, wasn't it great? Blah, blah, blah. So I think TV channels tend to do a little kind of Lord of the Rings flight. You know, it's mm -hmm. like Fellowship Christmas Eve, Two Towers Christmas Day, and then the day after maybe Return of the King. So I know a lot of people get in touch with me throughout the Christmas period. And there seems to be a, a bigger kind of jump up in the interest of, of Lord of the Rings around the Christmas period. Um, and then finally, Aragorn's quite sexy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Objectively sexy, you know, yeah. men and women, but you're talking about women there. There's, there's almost a kind of like a classic archetypal male trope within Aragorn, you know, like he'll protect you, he'll look after you, he'll do the right thing, he'll go above and beyond to help his friends and to, and to do the noble thing. And maybe that carries with it some, some classic masculinity and maybe with all of this weird stuff that's going on between the, the fights between the sexes maybe the simplification of those characters is something that we that we yearn for a little bit you know um yeah and then orlando bloom and his hair i mean you could spend just days couldn't you just doing each other's hair they're lovely lovely I've not, supposedly someone said, told me that he's been pumping himself up recently. Someone said, have you seen Orlando Bloom online? And I thought it was another one of those moments on the, you no, know, no. on the, pa on the paddleboard where he, with the, uh, no, the, no, the, the with three the rudder rudders. Yeah. No. no, it wasn't, but I suppose he's pumped himself up, Chris. And, Has uh, he? Yeah. Is yeah. he lifting weights? Yeah. So maybe we should, Billy and I are going for dinner tonight with our other hobbity cousins and maybe we'll pass a phone around that includes... Recent images of Elijah, of Orlando Bloom's body. Should we do one last question? One last question, Tom. Well, there's a lot of people. Well, pick got, one. How are you going to pick? I'll go, well, there's a lot of pointing to different people. I think I'll go to the, well, the thing is, I went to the front of the room, the front of the room, oh. so I'm going to go to the back. Oh, Sorry, yeah, you're going to the back. I'm going right. to go to the I'll back. I'll you, Dom. One, two, oh, three, 
There's a Jolly Rancher there if anyone wants to. Here, here's a Jolly Rancher. Six. We're going all seven, the way to the back. Eight. We'll go to this lady nine. here. That took Sorry, nine my dear. Seconds. Sorry, Stop. coming through. What's your name and where's you come from? Hi, I'm from Perth. I'm from here. Um, and I am wondering when the uh, Drive Shaft concert is starting because I'm ready to go. Oh, you're wearing a Drive Shaft t-shirt. That's a TV show that I did, Billy, called Lost. I remember, and might I say, am I allowed to say? You can say whatever you want. What I, did last I don't know week. what it is yet. What I did last week. Oh, go on. Hang on. We'll come back. Thanks. Now, you, some of Excuse you might me. remember Dominic Monaghan from a movie, a movie TV show <laughs> called Lost. Now, there is a new TV show called Moonhaven. Oh! And we went to see the first episode last week. Dom didn't watch it. He left. Yeah. Went for a cup of tea. True. I sat and watched it. Ladies and gentlemen, I found your new favourite TV show. Really loved it. Moonhaven is brilliant and this guy is fantastic and it. It's such an interesting character. Thanks, William. Cook yourself some second breakfast. And enjoy the artistic musings of Mr. Dominic Monaghan yeah, on the moon. It's on AMC Plus. I brought Billy as my date. It was great fun. And like Billy said, I ran off to have a cup of tea and I came back and I thought, Billy's perfect for this because you like sci-fi, don't you? I love sci-fi, but when I'm taken out as a date, I like the person to stay with me. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I so I didn't some, like that part. I had to do some talking about stuff. But the, the, um, the kind of tagline above the show says the future is better. And what I like about this show, Moonhaven, is they think about a world in which the future has improved. Humans have actually figured stuff out and then crazy stuff happens. So when are we going to see a drive shaft? Well... Uh, what, what did you play in that again? I like, bass, bass guitar. Bass guitar. So I could be the guitarist. Like Roger Deacon from Queen. Yeah, you could. I was actually... When I was doing Lost, when, when Lost was a big show, um, I was asked by a few pretty big bands if I wanted to kind of come on and support them, you know, play a song or, or, or two. And I was like, look, that's a, that's a brilliant offer. But the song that I sang, You All Everybody, is really only a line. And there's no second verse and there's only really a chorus. So I was like, I just come on for you like... Know, oh, and that's it. Like that, you know? And what that... that? Yeah, You All Everybody. Yeah. And that came from... We didn't have the song. We were on set and there was a scene where myself and Matthew and Evie were walking through a field and I had to say to Evie's character, I'm, I'm a, uh, in a band. Have you not heard of Drive Shaft? And she goes, no. And, and Matthew's character goes, no. And I go, you all, everybody. And they both look at me like, no. And I go, oh, I'm, I'm very famous in certain circles. Now that came from, we didn't have the line on the day. We didn't have it. We didn't know what we were going to do. And I, I was just kind of saying, oh, maybe just hum along to something. And there's an there's a episode of Maury Povich, who was a kind of Jerry Springer almost type yeah. guy. Not quite as shocking as Jerry Springer, that type of guy. And JJ and Brian Burke used to love this one episode of Maury Povich where they would, you know, have someone on stage and then the audience would respond. And some lady in the audience stood up and was talking about the guy on stage, and she said to him, you all, everybody, acting like you're the stupid people wearing expensive clothes. And they just thought, what an amazing piece of gibberish that is that just makes complete non-sequitur. And they were like, sing that. So when I sang it in the show, I sang, or, or in that scene, 
I kind of sang it falsetto as yeah. the as the harmony, and then they wrote the song backwards from that. So there you go. Amazing. Now that is good info. <laughs> And info that I never had. Yeah. No. So thank you for that. There's a lot of stuff up here, Bills. I just keep in my brain. Have we got, just, have we got time? Well, we've only got 20 minutes left. Right, we have we, time for a riddle? We've got to eat the world as we well. Can, we can do a riddle because we don't have the answers. Oh, Johnny what Cruz about tongue twister? Hold on till I tell you this, Tom. Well, go on. Uh, Sean and Elijah are organizing dinner for us yeah, later, gonna, you know. We're meeting them late for dinner. So Sean Aston has said, I'm in the lobby to, you know, Elijah and said, is that where we're meeting? And Elijah's like, yeah, yeah, well, I'll come down and then we'll just walk to the restaurant. And Sean Aston says, we have some experience in walking. And then he did a little volcano emoji. Aww. Sweet. The hey. mythology continues. Quite funny there, Sean. Hey, Tom. Let's do a riddle. Let, no, let's no. do Let's, let's do a tongue twister. Sorry, it's confusing life. It's very confusing. This was a tongue twister that was sent to us. Um, actually, I didn't write this down. It's so, in your phone. <laughs> it's in your phone. This is a good tongue twister. Can we bring it up on screen, please? Do we have it? We yeah, have we've it? got it. Don't worry about that. Now, it's a long one, guys, so we're only going to do it once. Who's good at tongue twisters in here? Because we it? always we need somebody to be a judge. I know, Oz, from the audience. Who's Someone, good? Who's good? This lady's been... Aggressively pointed out. Aggressively pointed out. So you are the judge, okay? Oh! Ah, well, we'll, we'll see if that's true by the end of this. So me, me and Dom will try it first. You tell us if we do it correctly. You're the judge. We're only going to go through it once. You get three times to get it right. And then you've got to try and beat the best score. What was your name? And where'd you come from? Janet? Jan? Jan, G-E-N. From Colorado Springs. S-P-R-I-N-G-S. Brilliant. Who's going first? Who's on first? You. We could, we could do <laughs> that. We could go on. Who, should we try that now? Who, no, no, we shouldn't. Who's the baseball player on first base? Well, it's uh, Brian Jones. See? It's not even funny. You go first, Dom. Really? Ready, I'll give Jan? you a three, two, one, and then the timer will begin. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Three. Mm. <laughs> okay, hammer time. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. But if I put my batter, it will... Off. Taters. <laughs> Taters? Sorry. John will have some work to do there. It made me sweat that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, and again. Restart. Three, two, one, go. Betty Butter bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I put it in my butter... Ah! <laughs> it's not an easy one. I can do it. Thank you, thank you, audience. It's very Take a breath, Dom. Supporting. Take a breath. A little bit of water. Right. Three, two... Mm. Oh. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Betty Butter bought some butter. But she said, this butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. Then she bought a bit of butter better than the bitter butter. Made her bitter batter better. So twas better. Betty Butter bought a bit of better butter. 19 seconds! 
Dom, you will never win. We don't even need to check that. That was perfect. Jen, that was that wonderful. Last, that last one? Okay. We're getting a thumbs up from Jen. Right, good. Okay, Jen. I shall do it thusly. Keep your ears peeled. <laughs> you want a three, two, one, Bells? Yes, please. Are you going on go or are you going on one? See, when you go one, what, I'll go on the zero after the one. Three, two, one. And then I'll, I'll go there. Oh, okay. Not on the one. Oh, that means you're going on the zero then. Right. What? Shall I, think, yeah. shall I say three, two, one, zero? No, don't do the zero because I'll be saying Betty okay. when you say zero. Okay. Johnny, you ready? Here we go. Bills? Yes. Three, two, one. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I were to put it in the butter, you said were. Make you butter. said were. Sorry, we have to be very strict, guys. Tom. You Tom. said were. I'm actually stretching my thigh just now. Yeah, that's your Tom. Very, it looks very good for your back. Tom. Yeah. You don't get to say. Sorry, but Jan, she, he did say were, didn't he? But Dom's not allowed to say, right, Jan? Oh, Jan. Don't, Don't let me down, Jan. 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 Don't let me down. Jan. Jan. Dom's not allowed to say, right? He can't stop it. Only Jan can stop it. All right, Jan, if he messes up, loud, loud shout. I'll keep quiet. Just you shout something, Jan. Just you shout. Shout butter. Butter. Right. There we go. I'll give I'm you three, three, bring three, my two. leg down. Ready? Something's fell out of your pocket there. Oh! You can tell he used to be in a band. Go. Ready? Three, two, one. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said... No, oh, said she. <laughs> Last go, no pressure, Boyd. You should be good at this because you're Billy Boyd. That's bees. That's alliteration. Billy this Boyd, is, Billy Boyd, Billy this Boyd. This is a really hard one. It makes you sweat, doesn't it? I've yeah. been sweating. I'm just going to... I'm not going to go for speed. I'm going to go for accuracy. Yeah, yeah. Go for clarity. You ready? Hold on. Everything out of his pockets. Cash, cash. Ready? Go, Tom. Here we go. Three, two, one. Betty Botter bought some butter. But, said she, this butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. Then she bought a bit of butter better than the bitter butter, made her bitter batter better. So it was better Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. 22 seconds! Still the champion. Still the champion. to break free. I think, I, think we should, I think we should hear from Jan. If Jan's saying... Jan, Jan! Can we get zeros on the clock, team? Back zeros on the clock. Jan. Jan. Do you like to do your tongue twisters with one leg upon a chair? Is that okay? Can I squeeze you by? Do it any way you want, Jan. I'm doing the don't... Tyler Durden thing. I'm trying to work out if I give you my what, Jan? Posterior or my crutch? Are you ready, Jan? Okay, but I'm going to say it the way I learned it. Okay, it doesn't matter. Oh, mark. she's going to. Oh, she's slightly cheating. I'll say that. Okay, you ready? But wait for the zero after the one. You're you're doing the three, two, one. Right, right. Here we go, Jan. Don't right. No pressure. You get three chances. <laughs> three. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Jan, you've got to wait for the three, two, one, and then it's uh, there won't be a goal. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Especially to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's quite nice. It's lovely. Oh, that. I it's quite comfy, his hands that. there. Yeah, it's quite comfy. Sorry. 
Ready, Jam? Sure. Three, two, one. Betty butter, butter. The butter was bitter. Betty butter, butter, butter to make the bitter butter taste better. I mean, it's good, but it's not that. I mean, try that, Jan. Come on, try that. Okay. Sorry, can we get a that zero was, on the clock again, That was five guys? seconds. That was incredible. All right, Jan. Give us a three, two, one, Bill. Jan, here it comes. Are you ready? When I get to, after one, there won't be anything, and then you say Betty. Okay. Three, two, one. Betty bought a but some butter, but you. We're gonna go again. No, we'll have to go again, Jan. Sorry, there's rules, that? Jan. It's not anarchy. See, the old one's ingrained in your brain, you yeah. see. Yeah. Three, two, one. Betty bought better. <laughs> Betty. Oh, no, 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 no. It's absolutely no. It's impossible. Let's go, Jan. No pressure. Right. Yeah. Right. No, wait for ready, three, ready. three, two, one. Betty bought a bought some butter, but said she this butter's bitter. If I put in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. Then she bought a bit of butter, better butter better than the bitter butter, made her bitter batter better. So twas better Betty bought a bought a bit of better butter. I'm giving her, I'm giving her, Jim. Seventeen Sorry, seconds. Seventeen seconds. What do you think of that? Well, can I be nitpicky? No. Okay, in that case, perfect. If you think, if you think that Jan learned that when she was four years old and she learned it a different way, I mean, that's, that's difficult to change it in yeah, your brain. Yeah, it's very hard. Hey, Bills. What? Should we eat the world? Let's eat the world. Come on. Billy and Dom eat the world. Now, is there anyone out there that wants to have a Jolly Rancher and doesn't have one? Or does everyone seem to have a Jolly Rancher? You don't have one? Someone in the back there? Can someone pass a Jolly Rancher Ready? to that lovely capped gentleman in the back there? Could we get those gummy ones? We have gummy in Jolly Rancher. Thank you, my dear. Oh, is there gummy ones? Can we get them? Oh. They're coming in. They're coming in. Guys, Gummies. I'm just going to start by saying Jolly Ranchers first appeared in 1949 when Bill and Dorothy Harmson founded the Jolly Rancher Company. They originally only sold products to give the kids living in the area around Denver, Colorado. Mm. Harmson purposely gave his company the friendliest name imaginable. We'll talk about that because, is it? I don't know. The friendliest name imaginable so it was appealing as a possible to consumers. At the time, the, the Jolly Rancher Company sold chocolates and ice cream in addition to the hard candies. But clearly, one was more popular than the others. Ice cream wasn't very popular in Colorado because it's freezing. So Harmson decided to focus on hard candies because they were so popular their year round. So let's everybody suck on a Jolly Rancher. Everyone enjoy a Jolly Rancher. Now, I didn't realize that these were a uh, Denver, Colorado staple, but well, they come a in, lot of people didn't know. They come in classic flavors, blue mm. raspberry, green apple, cherry, grape, and watermelon. Is there an overwhelmingly kind of popular flavor out there? I've... Anarchy, anarchy in the audience there. Dom, I'm hearing, so what I'm is hearing the main, what is the main flavors? Well, there's blue raspberry, okay, green apple, which I heard is universally disliked. No, says some of the audience. When Dom says a, a, a flavor, we want to hear a yes. Well, okay. Okay. So we'll start with this. Blue raspberry. It's a big one. It's a good start, Bills. Green apple. 
That was bigger. Cherry. Yeah! Grape. Disliked. Actually, got a boo. It got a boo. And finally, watermelon. Oh my goodness! Don't find me a watermelon immediately. I've okay. got a blue. I've got a blue uh, raspberry. I'm sucking on a cherry as we speak. Uh, my watermelon, you said. Lots of the cherries. Cherry here. Is very good. Right, hold on. Here, I'll keep going. You, you get into that. The Hershey mm -hmm. Company expanded the range of Jolly Ranchers to include the same delicious flavors in lollipops, drinks, jelly beans, cherry candy, sour candy, gummy candy, candy canes. You can even find Jolly Rancher pillows, shirts, and lip glosses. I love lip gloss. Uh, no, I do genuinely, and um, in fact, my. One of my number one hangover cures, if I happen to have had uh, one or two glasses of wine too many, is lip balm. I won't try and be what, too you far away. Well, I, I mean, kind of, because I put it all over my lips. I get very chapped lips when I'm hungover. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Right. Topped it for you. What is very, very good. Mm, what oh, are you I, sucking on? Well, that was a cherry one, but I, I like gummies. You know what I mean? I like gummies. I'm going to try a gummy. Watermelon. As um, we hear this story, Dom. Go on. In New York, one time, the cops arrested a couple of guys for carrying what the cops thought was crystal meth. After testing it, they found out the crystal meth was actually blue raspberry Jolly Rancher candies. But that must mean that those guys. They weren't just walking around. They didn't get arrested for just that. They must have put it in some little naughty bag and crushed it. He probably was just sitting on it. Yeah. Sitting on his, on his Jolly Rancher all day and accidentally made it look like crystal meth. Breaking bad. But tasty. Hey, the watermelon's fantastic. Oh, I'm going to have a watermelon then. I really associate, I, I associate hard candy with road trips does anyone else you know like road trips with your mum and dad and stuff so they kind of slightly make me feel a little sick and it's no but it stops you feeling sick i think that's why the mum and mum's hey, Dom, come out, yeah. let's give it some scores come on really flavor well, I've only well there's many left. flavors isn't there we'll go for your best flavor which would be watermelon i'm gonna put watermelon one in my mouth right now i'm going to swap it for the grape again to see how i feel i'll tell you what we'll do as well guys what we'll do in case you're interested when you leave, we'll pour all these out. And if anyone does want to take Jolly Ranchers with them, they can. Flavour for watermelon. Kit Bills, what do you think? Well, I'm going to go, I actually like the grape better. I like the grape better than the watermelon. There we go. Gang. We've got a believer. And I'm going to say, as a flavour, Tom, I'm going to give it a 9.4. Wow. You loved it. I really like that. I'm enjoying a watermelon one now. Mm -hmm. It's good. I'm going to give it an 8.1. 8.1, that's all right. What about aesthetics? How does it look? The I mean, look, look at all it. the I mean, colours. It's classic. It's a classic rainbow of flavour. But as a kid growing up, you and you growing up in Scotland, me growing up in England, we weren't exposed to Jolly Ranchers as kids, were we? So no. for me, this is like a piece of Americana. This mm -hmm. is Amer It is. It's as, an, it's as an American as like a can of Coke. Or, you know, a corn dog or something like that. So, and I love America. I love living here. It's, in a, it's a beautiful country. So, the way that it looks, classic. I'm giving it a, I'm going to give it an 8.6 out of 10 for looks. That's good because I like the look of it as well. 
looks like there's a lot of chemicals in it, but I don't mind. Yeah. And as you know, it's only organs that create chemicals in the mm. body, as you learned tonight. Um, well, it contains red 40, blue 1, yellow 5, yellow 6, and the final uh, ingredient in uh, Jolly Ranchers is limonene. And who knows what limonene is? Does it have any E102? There's no E numbers in it. No. Oh. Um, I'm going to get, for the way it looks, Tom. I'm, I'm giving it an 8.9. You're like liking it. this a lot. I like swapping them out. <laughs> and then Billy's favourite category, usefulness. How useful How is useful it? How useful is it? Like, can you crunch it up and fill the cops? Mm. I'm no, sure... Can you crunch it up? What do you do when you crunch it up? Somebody said yes there. What do you do? Around Put it around a cake. You could sprinkle it on ice cream, right? I'm sure there's ice cream parlours. Put it in a slushy, says our friend in the audience. But see if you crunch it up and put it around a cake, does it not become sharp? Is it? I mean, you think you would... I mean, imagine you with a hangover mm. with dry lips uh, and a jolly rancher cake. Mm. But I do like the idea of, you know, like an ice cream cone and then you dip it in jolly rancher smashed up stuff. Like glass. The other great... Yeah. Oh, other, well, you could do that. What? If we were doing, like, bare-knuckle fighting... Put it in, like... Which we probably will do at some point. <laughs> and then Jolly Ranchers, and then we'd punch each other like broken glass. Oh, it's like a sweet punch. But if you were coming at me, I would, I would lick your... Wow. And I'd get some grape just before you hit me. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, it could be a, well, a, a, a minor weapon. Also, I like the fact that the hard candy... You can put in your pocket for the rest of the day and it's not going to melt and turn into a mess in your pocket. So quite useful. Put them in your glove boxes for times where you need a little... Anything else refresh. you use it Any, for? Anyone else? Any... Substitute. Substitute, right? Drop. I'd be good. Lovely yeah, stuff. if I had a cough. Helps with dry mouth Dry for mouth for older patients. I've heard that before. There you go. Yes. You can soak it in vodka, says someone in the audience, and then you get a Jolly Rancher-infused shot. I'll get a bottle of Smirnoff for tonight, John. Mm. Bring them back. I'm, well, in that case, I'm going to say very useful. I'm going to give it the score 9.7. Hey, I mean, there's, a, there's about 10 uses that have been called out there. I'm going to give it a high one as well, John. Oh, Hang on what? a second, sir. Exactly. Oh, you you do true. run the risk of going to prison for 10 to 15 years. Yes. Every time you have a blue one. So never have a blue one when you're in New York. Bills? 9.2. You loved it. That's a very high score for you. There, I never, ever buy a Jolly Rancher. Mm. I, won't, I almost choked to death there, by the way. Mm. <laughs> That's another use for it if you, you know... I would have given you the Heimlich. Hey, I, you guys don't know this story, but Billy uh, one time saved my life by kind of giving me the Heimlich one time in a restaurant. Yeah? We were out for dinner in London. Yeah? Saved my life. Wasn't that amazing? We were out for dinner in London. <laughs> I showed up about five minutes late and everyone had started eating and I was starving and I was wolfing down this food and I think it was, I think it was shrimp toast. I think it was a shrimp toast. Yeah, which is always embarrassing when you think. That's what's, I've been in a few situations where I've thought I'm almost dead 
And the overwhelming experience or feeling is, wow, this is really embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. What an embarrassing way to die. Anyway, I, I tried to swallow this mouthful of, sh of shrimp toast or prawn toast, as they call it down, down in London, and it kind of went half down and half up. And I was like, oh, interesting sensation. And realized that I couldn't breathe. And I thought, that's okay, don't make a fuss. Everyone's having a chat, no one's noticed. So I tried to swallow again. Down, up, and then I thought, hmm. <laughs> not going down, not going up, just kind of sitting in stasis and, and laughing at me. Billy's wife was sat next to me. I turned to Billy's wife, couldn't speak, obviously. And I was going like this. And Billy's wife's going, oh, you're choking, you're choking, you're choking. And I was going, mm-hmm, I'm choking, I'm choking, I'm choking. Tears running down my face, tears running down my face. Ali didn't really do anything, did he? Did she? Well, uh, it was a, it was a fast, and fast moment. Billy shot into action. I did. Jumped up, ran around me while I was sat down and just whacked me really hard in the back. And it flew. It flew out. Absolutely yeah. flew out. Yeah? And that could happen with a Jolly Rancher, I'm absolutely sure. It is sure. happen with a Jolly Rancher. And we didn't really talk a huge amount about it because it was it, it caused a bit of a scene at the table, hadn't well, it? You were sweating. sweating. I mean, like, his, his shirt was sweating. Yeah, yeah. And just when it drenched. flew out, it wasn't just the prawn toast that flew out. A bit of sputum kind of came out as well. And that kind of went down my chin. And I was like, I'm fine now, guys. And then like wiping it down the tablecloth. But you did save my life. So thanks. Thanks for saving no my worries, life no 20 worries. years ago. Right. Well, that was high scores for the Jolly Ranchers, Tom. High scores for the Jolly Ranchers. We'll leave these on the table for you guys. Guys, we've run out of time. We got, we're going to have to go. But thanks for coming. I don't know if you guys are here over the convention weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Hopefully we see you all at the Hobbit panel. We've got a few surprises in store, haven't we? For oh, that? yeah. It's going, it's going to be a great weekend. Thank you for coming out to the Friendship Onion today. It's Thank been so really much. fun. So much that we didn't get to. None of it. It goes fast. It yeah. goes fast. You guys are cool. Thank you very much. See you at the next we'll Friendship see you Onion. Weekend. Thanks for coming. Bye. Take this big bag of Jolly Ranchers if you want it. <laughs>